Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing just a jumble of thoughts, you could say, on dating, my previous dating and four-year relationship, and I guess just my strategies nowadays on how I go about dating, especially when it comes to having a mental checklist. And this is one of those episodes where I'm not really going off of an outline. I'm not looking off bullet notes. I am just really sharing everything from the top of my head and I'm doing this because today I posted on the Instagram story whether you guys thought it would be worth my time or your time to listen to an episode where I share these thoughts because I feel like everything that's been happening in my personal life is really relevant to this topic and considering how I've been swayed, affected by it in, um, in a way, I just figured perhaps this could be helpful for you guys as well. So I guess I'm going to start with a little bit of context into what I've been working with and I definitely won't go too personal, but I'll give you guys a surface level view into kind of what my experience has been like with dating. So I was in a four-year relationship in college, if you guys didn't know that before. Um, If you did, you know, great. Um, And that ended last September, so pretty much a year ago. And ever since then, I, I would say, especially like the first six months, it was very much just a lot of fun, casual dating, casual flings. And when I say casual dating, it doesn't mean hooking up necessarily. It really just means I could be seeing someone for a couple of weeks and then it fades out and that cycle continues. So I think that was what I was doing. And the timing really worked out for me because I was in a period of transition. I started my first corporate job in November and so I pretty much had a two-month period of where I was getting ready for my first job ever at the time I was having a casual not casual but like I was seeing someone exclusively for like a month and a half and then that pretty much ended towards the end of November when I started my job and then pretty much along the way like I said earlier it's just been casual flings and then I also will note too my dating style I'm not really the type of person that finds fulfillment or joy in talking to multiple men or multiple guys at once and I say that because I just want you guys to kind of know where my head is at when it comes to how I approach things because some of it could be a little bit too um, logical in a way for some of you guys but for me personally I really do have so much that goes on in life with this podcast, you know, my job and just a lot of components that take up a lot of mental energy. So for me to allow a person, especially a significant other to come into my life, whether 
they are just a casual fling or they are someone that's potentially a compatible partner, I would obviously want to make sure they are worth that time and worth me giving my energy to. So if that is something you guys struggle with, like if, you know, I wasn't like this all my life. Like I think I decided that I was not going to be casual and and whatnot in college. Like I I obviously dated my ex for four years, but we did have a initial breakup think my junior year so it was like the entire fall semester and I remember that six seven eight months that we weren't together I was not seeing anyone else I was not on any dating apps I wasn't talking to anyone like I didn't hook up with anyone in that period and I made that mindful decision because I just realized like those are always such short-term highs and short-term joys you know a lot of dopamine and it doesn't really help fix the foundation in the long run so that was kind of a decision I made back in college for context if you guys are wondering why I decide that but basically let's fast forward to today's current situation pretty much the past two months now or a little bit more than two months I have been talking to a guy And it's so funny how personal I'm actually getting, but because a lot of this is very surface level, I figured it's, you know, good to share. But basically, I was seeing someone and it was someone that definitely had a lot of potential to be an actual partner for me in terms of a serious relationship. And like I said, I'm the type of person that doesn't make time for a guy if I don't see them as some sort of potential, regardless if it's a relationship or at least someone I'm going to see kind of consistently for, I don't know, like a short, short amount of time. Like I'm okay, obviously, not being in a relationship because it takes a lot of energy. And for me, I want to be a really great partner to whoever I'm dating, but I'm also not like seeing multiple guys at once. It just doesn't work for me. But anyways, back to my previous guy situation. So basically, honestly, every checkbox was met and I think that was pretty likewise for him looking at me as well. The main thing that just didn't work out is timing, I would say. Um, Perhaps there was like one or two other things that like could have been hidden, but as far as I know, it was very much just unfortunate timing pretty much um he works in an industry where it's like uh filming production and tv shows and stuff and basically the show is starting back up again they're doing production again in um, another state and so he's going to be gone for at least a couple months and obviously if any of you guys are familiar with the entertainment industry and how you know being on set all of that works you are on set for, depends on the day, like it could be 10 hours, it could be 16 hours, but it's very long days and it's a lot of just focus and dedication in that craft. So it's not really like a nine to five where you have time to be on your phone in between and you have time to put energy into a conversation with someone else. And mind you, I have heard like girls say you know they'll always find time for you and and I do agree um I will say though and I want to insert this because I think it's worth noting 
I remember before I started working my full-time job and when I was still dating my ex, I remember kind of being pissed at some points that like he couldn't engage in a conversation throughout the day and I used to finally just was like okay you know what he probably is really busy like I get it and then I would have the girlfriends or whatever some guys would be like you know if he cares about you he'll make time during the day to have a conversation with you long story short I have to say I was definitely in the right in that sense saying that there's obvious reason why he doesn't have time to respond to me because when I started my job in my sales job I remember that I barely checked my phone at least on a personal level throughout the day and even when I did like maybe I'd scroll through Instagram it was more for relieving some stress or maybe just taking my mind off of this hardcore focus in the new job so I remember reflecting on it when I first started I was like damn honestly like I get it now like being in this corporate job it's not easy to just text someone throughout the day and have an actual fulfilling engaging conversation so I say that because I think some girls might come across that experience at some point where you think your guy should be making time for you and I think sometimes it's really important to step back and really really check what the actual situation is do they work in finance or you know do they have like meetings all day if that's the case trust me when I say even as a woman that loves to be acknowledged and appreciated by my male counterpart or my significant other I would say even for myself I couldn't do the same as I had an initial expectation of my ex-partner to be able to do so that's just something to note so give them some benefit of the doubt in my opinion going back to the situation timing didn't work out he's gonna be out of california for a couple months and you know what though i did share this on my instagram story where on today where i i did say that i was reflecting on my five mile walk this morning and i asked myself whether i would have been able to do a relationship with him like at this time in my life where if he was staying like is that the direction you would have wanted it to go in? My answer is yes, I would have wanted a relationship with him. And yes, I would have wanted to actually date this guy. But I I can feel something in my gut telling me like there's something else that needs to be refined a little bit more. And I kind of compare it to skating. Um, if you guys didn't know and maybe you're new, I was a competitive figure skater for 12 years. And for me, it's like preparing for a competition and your competition is in two weeks and you're sitting there wondering, are you fully ready? Like, are you ready to get on ice and compete or do you need to withdraw because you're just not ready yet? And I guess I kind of compare it to that because I think I remember there's been a competition where I was 90% ready, but the 10% was missing. And I think for me, it's really important to be exceptional and and, and put world-class effort in everything I do that doesn't mean I'm going to be the best and it doesn't mean I'm going to be actual world-class but it means I'm going to ensure to the best of my ability that I actually at least put that kind of effort out into the ether because that is something I can control like I can control my effort and if I know my effort is not going to be able to meet 
the standard I set for myself in whatever position that is, then I wouldn't pursue it. So in the skating sense, if it's not going to be 100% where I'm going to maximize my opportunity to be the best version of myself out on the ice and perform and make my parents proud, make myself proud most importantly, and then of course my coaches, then I shouldn't be competing. Same thing with the relationship. I asked myself, like, would you have been ready Yes and no. Yes, I was ready, but was I going to be ready to be an exceptional, world-class, phenomenal partner and girlfriend? Truthfully, I'm going to say no. I don't think I would have been ready for that stage. And, you know, I've been seeing, talking, whatever, casually with this guy for about two months now. And there's a lot of spark and intangible chemistry that's there, something I haven't had experienced with someone prior. And I think all of that, even even realizing that and realizing there's certain significant qualities that he has that I, I realize now from this experience that that is probably going to be very important to me in a partner. I realize that it, I still just, I, I'm not 100% ready. I might be 75% ready and there's 25% of me that still needs to work a little bit more. And so I share that, I guess, because I think it's a good question to ask yourself too. I don't really come across young women that really reflect and ask themselves these things. I often see a lot of people naturally getting into relationships and then honestly going down a little hole of complacency and stagnancy and that's not to be critical but it is for me to say I think there are actual strategies and things that we can take away from our our peers that are a couple years older than us so maybe if you're 18 and you're listening to me right now you're probably in a good place to kind of hear my thoughts on this because I started dating my previous partner for four years when I was 18 and I got out of it when I was 22. So I remember just, you know, we, we live and we learn, but I know that that was a great first relationship for me. But taking lessons from that, I know that I will never just settle into a relationship because if you want a really great relationship, you have to be ready as an individual as well. And I think it's really great for you and really healthy if you take a step back and check if you are actually mentally there yet. Because if you feel insecure about certain things or you lack confidence in certain areas and you are low-key deep down, you know that you are just looking for a boyfriend to fill the void or maybe help make you feel more secure or help you feel less lonely... I hate to break it to you guys, but having a significant other will not solve those problems because those problems only revolve around you and only you can change the foundation and the trajectory of how those issues and and insecurities and whatever will play out in the rest of your life. So for me, I'm going to be really candid. I'm going to share with you guys um, just like a surface level view as to what I'm going to work on within myself before... I get into the season of dating I guess like I just don't see myself there yet but I feel also close to it as well if that makes sense so I would say one thing I am going to focus on um, for the rest of the year and of course going into the new year but 
my business and my career. I think that's always a given, but I'm going to be transparent during COVID. I definitely let some things slack a little bit. And I know we probably kind of all did, but there's a certain point where we had to just pick ourselves up and be like, you, you got to get back on the fucking horse and you got to you gotta get going again. You got to really speed things up. And, and I'm grateful that I recognized that during the summer. And so I, I have been doing that since June. Um, you know, when I, when I say since June, I mean like really hunkering down, haven't watched TV, movies, anything like that since May or June. But now I know it needs to keep going. It needs to keep going. I, I'm not going to lose the momentum. So that's one. Second thing is I, I want to work on my physical physique even more. Like I think, you know, it's, it's not about the external qualities, but obviously girls like or guys, if you're listening, there is something really great about having a, a physique that you love and that you're proud of and that you love to just show off a little bit and it helps build confidence like it's part of our character because when we go to the gym and or we go to a workout class and we're building that discipline it helps build our confidence mentally and then of course about our looks as well and so that's something I want to work on um, just just for health reasons. And of course, like I said, having a good physique is, is always great. It's going to boost your confidence. And I don't want to be insecure about myself and and my body and whatever when I'm with a partner. Not that I actually am right now. I will say early COVID, I really was insecure about certain things about my body. And, um, you know, having a mom that kind of picks on my physique as well because I'm a little bit bigger for an Asian. Um, I definitely was insecure about it, but I've been consistently working out ever since. And I can proudly say I feel confident about my body right now, but there's some there's some room for improvement. So I'm going to focus on that. And then I would say the last thing, guys, I am working on this mental, um, this mental block or whatever. Basically, there's just this, there's, there's a couple of things that I do that I know bring negative emotions and negative thinking into my life and they've gotten better through the help of talking it out with a very close friend of mine but I realize that it's still there and it's something that I think a lot of girls my age have as well it's part of this you know checking the social media and you know all this fucking bullshit and I don't really want to get into it but basically what I'm saying is it's something that I recognize that I'm not okay having that kind of baggage and having that kind of negative energy going into my next relationship. So I'm working on that as well in terms of weakening the impact it has on my life. And I think it might be impossible to get rid of completely. It's like saying you get rid of a bad habit like completely. I don't think that's always the case, but you can dampen it so hard that it just is non a very like a 2% existence in your life. So I'm working on weakening it and um, I think I just need to hone down on my stoic stoicism and whatnot. Um, but yeah. And then one last thing I guess I want to share. I ended up making a list today when I was journaling about what I liked and didn't like about this this guy I was seeing slash you could say potential partner. I don't know. And it was more so of like an overall reflection. It wasn't really just focused on him, but I did point out the qualities I liked about him and 
maybe certain things I didn't like or certain things that I was still unsure about in him. I guess obviously we're all going to have different things that we look for, different qualities and traits we look for in men. But I will say um, I definitely recommend creating this list if you haven't or, or if you struggle with figuring out if if a certain guy is good for you in your life or maybe like me like whether you whether it's not working out for this time being it's someone that you really really feel like is going to be in your life though but timing doesn't work out maybe you know one's going to college and I don't know right like those are the kind of situations where it's like the timing doesn't work out because you guys are in two different locations um I for me this brought comfort in just really realizing like it's it has to be timing and you know maybe we actually don't end up ever like together for even a short period of time like it's just nice seeing how I learned from this experience that the qualities I look for in a guy like these really are things I like and so I wrote them out and then I also ranked them one through ten in terms of importance so I will give you guys Um, a sneak peek into the qualities real quick not all of them but give you the two that are actual tens in the qualities I like so the first one I wrote down which may be of surprise to some of you is I wrote that I really like his playful energy this guy was also relatively like significantly older too more than five years that's that's what I'll just leave it at (laughs) but um, for someone who was older than me by by a good amount I really enjoyed that this person had a lot of playful energy and I I also realized too that I have a lot of playful energy like of course I'm serious on this podcast I'm serious in my career and whatnot but if you are a close friend to me in person you know I have a very troll-like personality I love to do pranks and and just be such a jokester which is funny because my mom thinks it's kind of crazy because as an Asian woman, I'm supposed to be a little bit more soft-spoken and more sweet and not rebellious, but that's another story. But anyways, I wanted to speak on this because I, I when I wrote that down and the, I wrote, I ranked that as a 10 because I realized that my last long-term partner did not have playful energy or if he did, it was like very minimal. And I remember I told one of my close friends that's probably like three or two years into the relationship no probably three I said something like how I felt like I was sometimes too overwhelming for him and I kind of feel like I figured out what that overwhelmingness was which is I think that I was too playful for him and I am very much like half and half like I'm very half stoic and serious and and you could say maybe slightly rigid a little bit which is I don't know take it as you will but I'm also very much 50% playful and I think you know from experience from the ones that I've come across and including my ex-partner and then the guy that I was seeing after him they were both more on the they were both just one or the other like they didn't have the combination of both or they didn't have a strong combination of both like that seriousness and and playfulness so I recognize that that's something that I really need and I don't think I would have realized that was a necessity until this experience so that was a a good thing um, for me to note and like I said I marked it as a 10 for importance because 
I just think about the energy I felt, how I felt around this person, how they made me feel, how they impacted me in other areas of life, etc., etc. So, um, yeah, something about his energy I really liked, and I know that that's going to be like a need in the future partner. And then the other 10 that I had was about intellect and self growth. So, I also wrote a comment about, you know, how he reads a lot of solid books. He spends a lot of time on personal development, even at his age and career success, he's still always growing and always improving. And once again, something I realized that my previous partner and, you know, like semi-series flings, they didn't have this commitment to do so either. And obviously this podcast, the foundation of it is practically about personal development and self-growth, as you can see. And... I realize that is like something I've, I, I've always known, like I want that in a partner, but now I'm seeing it as a need and I see it as a need because I saw how much that combination of that intellect and, and studiousness and along with that playful energy, I recognize how those the combination of those two really lay a solid foundation for me for having them as a partner. And so... To some of you, that might be like such a weird combination, but I am really glad that I made this list. And of course, there are plenty of other qualities I looked or I really enjoyed with this person. But I think overall, having this list brought me comfort in in seeing that I wasn't biased in, in how I felt about the situation because I did write down some cons too, obviously. But fortunately, nothing major or else I would have realized like, yep, that's like a no-go. But yeah, long story short, I would recommend writing out a list, whether you are seeing someone or not, write out a list of what you like and you don't like about that person and focus on character qualities and nothing about physical appearance because... For me, when I was writing this, I had already assumed the physical aspect was a given. So you want to assume like that kind of stuff is already just in the books. Unless that really is a deal breaker for you, then, you know, by all means, like that's your preference. But everything I wrote down for the qualities are all about their character and things that just really come down to their personality. And so... This will be good for you as well if you want to help kind of narrow down the direction you're going in with who you surround yourself with, in particular the guys or the potential significant other. Or this list can be really good to help you evaluate or find comfort in whatever situation you're in with your dating life because it'll help you at least between 50 to 80 to 90 percent see the the I guess relationship from an objective standpoint which I think is really important and um, just so that we don't get too caught up in the emotional side of things and kind of let ourselves go down a rabbit hole so that is all I have for today it definitely went longer than I thought but I hope this was valuable for most of you and you found some good takeaway and if you did feel free to shoot me a dm because this is obviously a more personal topic but i realize like i wish i had an older sister or someone that was within my family that i could trust with these kind of things and 
because at the end of the day this stuff is not taboo like we talk about this with friends we talk about this with close loved ones and for me I really found comfort in hearing other women who are a couple years ahead of me talk about their dating experience or something a little bit more intricate and personal because you know it can only come from them and I don't know I, I think that for me just hearing these other young these women let me by the way I'll tell you two people that I look up to in terms of dating and relationship advice first person is Kat Tanita and then the second one is Lauren Everett's Bostic and her it's funny her sister-in-law is actually one of my good friends as well but those two I think have really amazing relationships and I've listened to you know podcasts or blog posts on their dating tips and I have actually taken some of it into my current life today so again I hope this helped some way and uh, till next time guys keep staying positive work on yourself and remember that when you put the focus on yourself and you focus on what you can do to improve and be the best version of you, that's going to ultimately bring you everything that's meant to be in your life in the future. Thank you guys again and I will talk to you all next week.